us, everything in the world of comics, movies, video games, TV shows, all that great stuff. Joining me again today, as always, is my good friend, Andrew Lilly. How are you doing, man? I'm great, man. Part two of the great week yeah. of comics. It's pretty exciting. We've never done a like two-part thing before, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, if you're listening to this and you somehow haven't or just didn't see part one, go be sure to check that out first. I mean, you don't really have to listen to them in, in order. We're talking about different books, but if you don't listen to part one at all, you should definitely check it out. There's a giveaway for a digital code of Batman 50 in that episode somewhere. Um, gotta listen. But yeah, so uh, part two, continuing our like books from the 4th of July um, week of comics. Just a huge week for comics. All really great Enormous. books, too. Um, I grabbed like 14 different books. So, I mean, we're not going to talk about all of them. Don't have that much time. But um, yeah, so I guess we'll start it off with the most appropriate comic for the day, for the 4th of July, I think. Um, Captain America number one by Tanisi Coates and Lionel Francis Yu on art um, came out this week. So I know that you were really excited about this one and ready oh, for yeah. it to like kick off. So do you want to kind of just sure. like, Sure. Talk about that one first. Sure, yeah. Yeah, this one was like my most anticipated of the week. Captain America is one of my favorite superheroes. Um, and uh, no surprise, it was my favorite comic of the week. Um, and I swear it's not because I'm biased. Um, <laughs> okay, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Okay. So, okay. Um, so, uh, this is based, this is the new start of of Captain America um and it takes a more serious approach uh to the character and to his world more so than uh Mark Wade's run did um in his short little run um basically uh for those who have been looking for the consequences of and the fallout of um I almost said yeah Secret Empire yeah, yeah. it is wow. Secret Empire okay <laughs> What am I thinking? You yeah, call Secret Empire, a Captain America. Fan. Oh my God! Uh, well, okay, start over. Anyway, so for the fallout of uh, Secret Empire, I almost said Hydra Empire. Okay, well, it was the same point, I, mean, I guess. It's pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. We'll accept it. Um, so yeah, it's dealing with um, an America that doesn't trust Captain America anymore because this fascist, basically wearing his face, had taken over the country. Um, and so we're dealing with the fallout there. Uh, so the issue begins with this um, woman in Russia who's being, uh, this is during uh, the Secret Empire, she's being transported by Hydra. Um, and we, we don't know who she is, um, but the caravan um, gets uh, ambushed. And it's uh, Celine, who's a, an X-Men villain, actually. And she frees this, uh, this uh, Russian woman. And uh, uh, from um, from Hydra, so that's basically where the issue starts. And then uh, we go into the present day, where Captain America is um, responding to this uh, to this attack by um, a cyborg army of uh, nukes. Um, nuke being the the character, not uh, nuclear um, weapons. Um, Man, that would be intense! Like army of animated nuclear warheads. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're basically just shooting up the place, um, and he's trying to protect these citizens um, from him, and they're uh, they're um, shouting at him, um, asking him why he betrayed why he betrayed the American people, 
their country. And he's just stating, you know, that wasn't me. Um, I would never betray the people. I would never betray America. Um, and he has some help. He has Bucky. He has Sharon Carter. Um, and so uh, that's kind of where the issue starts. And um, we get a familiar familiar face um, in the issue. Um, I guess I don't want to say it because that's the that's our question we're going to ask. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so he, this character, um, uh, basically thanks Captain America for his help, but says that, you know, appearances really matter and we can't really use your help at the at this time with the Hydra takeover plus Nuke, who is wearing, who um, on his face has the, the American flag painted on his face, who has just shot up. Um, I think it was a shopping mall, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. They like completely destroyed it, basically. Oh it yeah, was... obliterated it. Um, and so he's a little disheartened by that. Um, and so he's kind of a, a little lost right now. Um, doesn't know where uh, where to fit in because he just wants to do the right thing. But um, with the chaos in Washington, um, with in uh, Hydra takeover. Um, he's just he he's at a, a rough spot. He doesn't know um, what what to do because America has kind of lost their faith in him. And I think that this is a really interesting direction. I think even if you did not like Secret Empire, I think you'll enjoy this. Um, it doesn't like beat you over the head about um, that he was you know Hydra Cap, um, uh, but it it does make it apparent that there there are um consequences from it and i think that's a really uh, that's what i've been wanting to see um just to see how he deals with it uh to me i think the best way i can describe it is that it it really does feel like a um like ed brubaker um that's the vibe i got from it just the the like a political thriller set you know um in today's uh, political climate um, so it, it really does feel like a grounded, relevant book right now. Um, so I think it was a really strong issue to to um, give us a feel for what um, Coates and you have planned for Captain America. Um, what about you? What did you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed this issue. Um, I was looking forward to it, not as much as you, just because I'm a Captain America fan, but I'm not like a huge Captain America fan. But I was really, really like impressed with this issue. It was one of my favorite books of the week. Um, I like the direction that they're taking. I mean, like you said, it is dealing with the fallout of Secret Empire, which overall I actually enjoyed Secret Empire, like as a story and kind of what it did. Um, might have gone on a little bit too long. It's a different conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I really like that we're now getting um, like direct fallout from that and seeing the consequences. And like you, I think that it's really interesting seeing cap in a world that doesn't trust him or his face because of what happened and he doesn't know what to do with himself because of it like it's cap out of time kind like it's that same like feeling of him feeling out of place but it's different than him just being out of time like again um so i think that's really cool um i really can't wait to see more of how he like reacts to it and what actions he tries to take um, like you said, it is a very yeah. um, socially and politically relevant book right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
it definitely addresses things that like we are dealing with in the real world, like in our climate. And uh, it does so in a very smart way and just kind of like ask these questions in a good way. Um, and so I really like appreciated that. Um, yeah. You did a phenomenal job on art for this book. It was absolutely, ab- it was gorgeous. The scale armor looked so good. Um, yeah, action scenes. Um, yeah. The action, the action scenes were so good in them too. Like the, just the way the shield was used, just all of it was really great. Um, yeah. I really liked seeing Bucky play a pretty like big role at the beginning. He wasn't yeah. he had, like the hugest role, but he was in there. Um, so I really liked seeing that. I liked their like back and forth that they had. It felt very like Cap and Bucky, um, which was just really like awesome to see. Um, yeah, that uh, character who made an appearance, it was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, he, he just made a very good point about how like appearances matter right now and they can't really use Captain America as the face for like a driving force for good really right now because of how untrusting everyone is of him. Um yeah i mean just overall i really liked it i thought it was a really really strong first issue um i actually don't know like anything about celine like as a character and so Mm -hmm. i'm really intrigued to see where that goes from here and what her plans are yeah Uh, because she definitely has them um and so that's exciting for me to see just not knowing a whole lot so i'm kind of just got a bunch of questions but in like a a really good way so such a different uh villain to choose for captain america who's She's essentially a mutant, so um, just kind of picking someone who's not really a, you know, a so-called Captain America villain. Um, yeah, I think so. I think one of the the coolest, the the best, uh, and most interesting things they said in this was just the idea that Hydra didn't just conquer, um, you know, our country, but but broke our world essentially, where we we just we don't trust anyone anymore and just all the issues that we're seeing today in america and really kind of focusing in on that for this story and just kind of using you know hydra as that um um as that, yeah um as that example i guess um so yeah i think it's just a, i think it's going to be a, a fantastic run um I, I did really enjoy like the Mark Wade Chris Samney run, but um I think this one is going to be I think this has the potential to like be up there with Brubaker's run if it continues like this. Yeah, it is, it is definitely a, a really really strong start. I enjoyed this more than Coates uh, Coates's like Black Panther number one and two so far. Oh, I agree. I think so. yeah yeah yeah. That's also what I wanted to say. Um, I think um I don't know if you read Black Panther like his the first run he had um but um I was a little bit worried because when I read that it was a really good book don't get me wrong um I loved reading about like Wakanda um and just all the different aspects of it um but I felt like uh because I was trying to get into Black Panther as his char- um into his character a little bit more just to understand him I felt like he um, he seemed to be more of like a supporting character in his own book. And so I felt like I didn't really get to know him that well. Um, mm-hmm. But here, uh, there are definitely moving parts in Captain America. But um, Coates does not lose focus of Steve as being the main character. And I just really like that. 
Um, and yeah, I agree. I, I think this was a lot stronger than his uh, fresh start uh, Black Panther run. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not the, I'm not hooked on that one yet. I'm still hesitant on Black Panther one, 1 and 2 so far. But I, I did, I really enjoyed this book. I thought it was um, a really, I keep on saying, but it, it was a great issue and a really good start to this run. So I'm eager to see where it goes from here. Um, but did you want to ask the, the fan oh, question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Um, okay, so uh, if you guys want the code for Captain America number one, uh, be the first one to answer this question. Which Hulk character shows up in this issue? Yeah, so be sure, to, but be sure to at us at OmniComicPod with uh, your answers to that for a free digital code for Captain America number one. Um, so yeah, good book. Um, hopping over to DC for our next book. We had another anniversary issue this week. Uh, Green Lantern's number 50 came out, um, yes. which I went and picked this one up because I'd been hearing good things um, and saw that it was like the anniversary issue and going to be extra sized. And this is Dan Jurgen's first issue on the book. It's Jurgen's and I think Mike Perkins, right, on yes. art. So, um, yeah, grabbed this, and it's the start of a new arc. It's got – there's something like – wrong with the power battery and also this like new threat in the cosmos that's kind of extremely powerful from what we've seen so far um that kind of ambushed john stewart at the beginning and then we have um kyle rayner um jessica cruz and simon are called to um mogo i don't know if i'm saying that right um to like Mm -hmm deal with this storm this huge like raging storm that's going on there uh like the likes of which they've never seen on the planet and so that's kind of the basic setup for it and it's just um i really really like this issue the whole issue you get a really like unsettling feeling because like first off john stort's ring is not acting as it should like it it starts disobeying him and then also just not telling him things um which is just not good and then uh, the Guardians feel something very, like, off with... Uh, they're not sure what exactly, but they just feel like something bad is coming, like something really ominous. Um, and then we get Kyle and um, Jessica and Simon, like, dealing with the storm. Um, I just thought it was a really good start to, like, this arc. I, I haven't picked up Green Lanterns recently. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember how long ago I ended up dropping it, but... Um, like I'd heard good things about this, so I wanted to try it out, and I was really uh, like pleased with this issue. I really liked um, the character interactions with everyone. I thought it was really great. I loved uh, Kyle talking with Jessica and Simon, like when they're on their way to Mogo. I thought, because I mean, he's kind of like a mentor-ish role in that conversation. I thought um, that part was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the art from Perkins as well, um, and yeah, I'm just really. Uh, I'm anxious to see, like, and to get some kind of explanations about what is happening with, the, like, battery and then also this new threat um, yeah. in the cosmos. Like, it's a very, um, I don't know, it's scary, honestly. It is, for the, yeah. For the Lanterns, like, I'm very worried for them because, like, the, their rings aren't acting as they should. And they're kind of also, like, Jessica's ring tells her to, like, not trust anyone. And so 
and and I don't know if that's her ring not being affected and like actually doing that or if it's just manipulating her and is going to be turning more and more lanterns against each other and so yeah. I just um yeah things are not looking good for the, the lanterns as a whole going yeah, forward no. but I mean that's good for us readers keeps us you know invested in, in everything so um, absolutely yeah I liked this one but you picked this one up too right I did um so what, what just you like you I have I haven't read uh, Green Lanterns in a really long time, um, and this one really hooked me. Um, I I just really like it. I think the the premise is really interesting. That there's some sort of infection in the in the power battery, and it's telling them things that aren't true. And like for John Stewart, it like told them like he had sent out a distress call. And it said, like, oh, everything's fine. And when it wasn't, like, he was getting attacked. And just things like that. Um, I just think it's really interesting. Um, I love the artwork by Perkins. Um, um, and, yeah, I'm just... I don't know, man. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, it, st- it definitely still feels focused on, on Jessica and Simon. But it also brings in other the other guardians too like uh uh, we saw john uh who else did we see we saw uh guy um yeah we saw guy in kilowog too right yeah yeah so So. it it still feels like um a green lanterns book uh so but i mean with all the other lanterns but it's definitely still focused on um on jessica and simon and that was kind of one of my um, one of my concerns, um, especially since Hal's book ended or is ending, um, that they would kind of like just have like Hal be the star here. Um, but that's not the case. And so yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to this story continuing. Yeah, same. Hal's actually nowhere to be found in this yeah, issue. Which, I'm surprised. Um, I'm interested to see what the explanation for that is and if it's related to the end of his book. So right um but yeah i mean like you i really enjoyed this book um i haven't picked up green lanterns in a while and it did it it hooked me so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep picking it up to see definitely what happens next so um hopping back over to marvel for the last book that we're going to talk about um this week but it's another huge one um i know you were anticipated and also very worried about this one (laughs) oh my yes so, Death of the Inhumans, number one, from Donny Cates, and uh, the art was uh, Ariel Olivetti. So, um, this one is, as it sounds, Death Has Come for the Inhumans. Um, it, do you want to talk about the, kind of the plot for this one? Sure, I can talk, talk a little bit. Uh, basically, um, it sounds like the Kree, uh, who have just... Under, they've just gone through so much destruction, um, and and especially of their home world, Hala, um, and uh, basically they they essentially dis- de- um, declared war on the Inhumans, and so the first thing we see out in space are just like a bunch of bodies of Inhumans floating around, and Black Bolt is he's naming them, he's writing down their names. Uh, just to catalog them, and he said that they're part of a tribe that that didn't weren't under his supervision, but he still feels responsible because the 
they were still inhumans, so he still feels guilt for not protecting them um, as king. Um, and so uh, they go, they're going there to um, to meet up with the other tribes of the inhumans, essentially to join this, um, uh, to join together. Um, and when they get there, they found the other four heads of the inhuman tribes have been slaughtered. Uh, and we, we learned that the villain who is this, well, we don't learn too much about him, but his name is Vox and he's a, he's an inhuman, not human, he's a Cree and he basically has this like big like scythe and, um, he almost kind of looks like the, uh, the, the Batman who smiles, um, from metal a little bit okay yeah with his like no eyes and also like the mouth thing yeah yeah a little bit he kind of looks like that mixed with like a talon from um is that no Cordial. not talon a raptor um yeah from, yeah yeah okay i can see that yeah um and so and then uh he had implanted one of them with a bomb and uh first casualty uh triton went down so um and, and so they're kind of just like regrouping, trying to figure out like, you know, who's who's after them, I suppose. And um, sadly, we got two deaths at the end of the issue that just, man, they hurt. Um, at least two, I think two, but one for sure. Lockjaw died. And man, that's oof. that hurt <laughs> man. that hurt. And Maximus, um, I think I think he went too. So, oof, man, it was, uh, it was, it was rough. Oh, and not to mention that Vox killed pretty much all of the new humans, um, from, like, Charles Soule's run. Um, I was just looking at the pages, and I, and I recognized a few of them who had gotten killed. It's like, oh, man, they are not kidding. They are really killing off, like, every inhuman. Yeah, because he went to, um, new Arctillon? Yeah, new yeah, Arctalan or something. Yeah, however that is pronounced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he goes there while um, Black Bolt and Medusa and them are attending what they think is going to be the meeting to try to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's kind of issue one. Um, basically, just a lot of death right away. Um, they were not kidding with this title. <laughs> they were not kidding at all. Um, but here's here's the thing that I'm 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 a little confused about because a lot of the continuity here doesn't add up. Um, and so that's why I'm thinking that this might be like a simulation or something or an Elseworld story or something because just reading it. It, it just didn't make sense to me. Like from the past uh, Inhuman books that have come out recently. So, okay. We'll see what happens, but I, I kind of see. I'm not, I don't know too much about the Inhuman, so I'm not sure, oh. like, on that. I, I just don't have enough knowledge to, 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 like, I hadn't even thought about that being a possibility. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember Kate saying that, like, he had pitched it to the. Um, to Marvel, and they had just like loved this idea, and I, I, I can't imagine that they would go ballistic over a, an idea that was just him killing off their characters. 
Like, there has to be something more to it. Um, yeah. So, I guess we'll see. But, uh... I mean, yeah, that, that'll, that'll be interesting. It's, I th- is it a five-issue series? Yeah, it's five issues. Yeah, five-issue okay. mini. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I do hope they're not just killing off the characters. Um, yeah, that would really, that would not be cool. <laughs> no, you can't do that to Lockjaw. No, yeah, that one, that one was so sad. Um, yeah, I mean, you just don't do that. That's not right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, um, pervasive as it sounds, I really enjoyed this issue. Um, I thought it was really, it, it was a very, um, like had me on the edge of my seat reading it the whole time. I think uh, Vox is a very like intimidating uh, villain so far. Yeah. Um, he's definitely not playing around. Um, I loved the way God, that no. his like mouth thing like opened for his like scream. Yeah. Because he's, he's described as like a super inhuman who's just got like the best of their abilities basically. Oh, right. Um, oh, he is so that's yeah, and so that's oh, him. my bad. Sorry. Um, so like that's him using a more uh, refined version of like Black Bolt's power, basically. Um, right. And so yeah, he's just going around, and I really loved. Um, besides Vox, I loved the the narration that Kate's um gave Black Bolt throughout the issue. Yeah. Um, like you really just feel like his responsibility. And like how he's dealing with the situation, um, I loved the the Rome analogy that he had going throughout the issue, where uh, Black Bolt like mentions that Rome wasn't built in a day. It's like always an expression that like we have, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he's talking about that. And I loved <clears throat> at the end of the issue when Black Bolt returns to New like Arctillon, and mm-hmm. everything is just wrecked, and you know Lockjaw and Maximus are gone and his narration box is yeah rome wasn't built in a day but it did burn in one yeah Um, that was great i thought that was such a such a good line i've been thinking about that since i read it honestly so um but yeah that was was a fantastic line just his narration like as as a whole i thought was really good um he's a fantastic writer he really is so good like it blows my mind that he has this and Cosmic Ghost Rider, which was another fantastic book that came yep. out this week. Um, and Venom. Venom yeah. Like, currently on shelves. Like, Venom number three came out last week, which was incredible. And then yeah. we also get, like, these two books. I, the dude is just killing it with everything that he puts out right now. He is. So. He really is. It's hard to think of a, a writer who's, like, honestly, like, hotter in comics right now. Like, everyone is talking right. about his books. Um but yeah, so anyway, really, if you want, <laughs> if you want a painful read, there you go. Yeah, if you if you want your heart heart just stomped on, um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and pick up Death of the Inhumans. But yeah, it was a, it was a fun book. So um, now uh, for the the end of this episode, we actually have uh, we've been asking you all week to tweet us uh, any questions that you have that you wanted us to talk about, and so we got a couple here. Uh, that we're going to go into the first one is coming from uh, Sean on Twitter at real Sean Hussey he goes if you were given the opportunity to create a live action or animated series where two unlikely Marvel or DC characters team up who would you put together and why he said personally I'd love to see cyborg and a swamp thing combo Um, 
So this is a really interesting question, uh, which I actually hadn't given too much like thought to. Unfortunately, I really should have been more prepared. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, two like unlikely characters. Um, I remember actually thinking about this a while ago, and I would like to see a Hal Jordan and a Hawkman like team up, um, like them exploring the greater multiverse and kind of investigating. Because um, we know that Hawkman's always investigating the past and whatnot. Um, so like investigating older threats or older artifacts and stuff like that throughout the multiverse with Hal, I think would be, uh, pretty interesting. So I'm going to have, I'm going to have to go with that one. Andrew, do you have a a pairing? I think an interesting combo could be like Black Widow and Red Hood. I think that could be an interesting, interesting series. I think that would that would be really cool. So I'd I'd like to see them interact, kind of. Yeah, I think yeah um, that that I would do that. Okay, I like that one. That, that that's a good answer. So thank you for the question, Sean. Yeah, um, huge shout out there. But our next question comes to us from George uh, on Twitter at Q Breek B R E E K. He asks if you were to write a non superhero comic, what would it be about? Um, oh, I actually jeez. I have a lot of um, ideas for comics that are actually I have like original ideas that I would like to do. Yeah. Um, I really want, I'm not going to get too into them because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, it's my idea now. But um, I have an idea for a fantasy like series that I'd like to do kind of like, it'd be very inspired by Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I would probably want to tackle fantasy first. Besides, well, sure. That'd be a bit, maybe not first. That'd be something I'd probably build too. I'd probably want to go for short stories or something like that first to just kind of get grounded in like my footing. But um, yeah, I have a lot of ideas for some actually. So it's something that I want to do. So I, I do yeah. think about that quite often. But um, yeah. what about you? What's a, a comic that you'd want to write that's non-superhero? Yeah, I would also do a, a fantasy, but it would definitely be inspired by like Norse mythology. Something kind of along the lines of like Banner Saga um that i would i would love that um another thing i would do uh political thrillers i love like espionage spy stories so i would do something something with that too Um, okay one more i guess i'll go um i also love historical fiction so i would probably do something set in like uh ancient rome okay i like that 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 would be really awesome. Honestly, I'd love to see you tackle an ancient Rome story. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Um, so thank you for the question, George. Um, another question that we got comes to us from uh, Let's Talk Black Canary at Let's Talk Canary on Twitter. And they ask, which artists impress you the most with Batman 50 and the least? Um, oof, hmm. That's a tough one. There's so many good pages. Uh, oh, God. And Batman 50. I'm, I know my least... It's not that it's a bad page at all, but just the one that I wasn't as head over heels for. Um, Frank Miller's page is yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm partial to Greg Capullo, but I honestly don't know if that one was my favorite page. His Lee Weeks page, and then um, dude, I don't. There's so. Everyone really impressed me with this. <laughs> um, I liked Faybox a lot too. His and also Garcia Lopez. 
that one was gorgeous. I don't know. All of them. Yeah, Can I cheat? Can I cheat and say all of them? Um, I mean, everyone really brought... See, and I'm just going through it. And then Clunin also. Like, that page is gorgeous. It's just... There's so much great Batcat in this book. There really is. Um, Garrett's... Okay, I'm going to stop naming people. What's What was your favorite and least favorite, Ander? Yeah, uh, Fabok was good. Um, did I say that right? Fabok? Or Fabok? Fabok? I think it's Fabok. Okay, Fabok's was good. I'm going through it right now. I've got it open, so just uh, yeah. That's what I was here. doing. That's why I just kept on like <laughs> naming <laughs> off. Uh, Weeks, uh, Lee Weeks. Oh my god, I love that one. Um, on oh, this Jim Lee one's really good too. Damn. Oh, this is a Dude, tough question. Yeah. Gee, everyone just bought. Everyone brought their A game with this. They honestly. did. They did. You know, I'm gonna go Lee, Jim Lee. I. You know, this this one reminds me of Hush. I mean... Yeah. So, I'm going to go with that. Oh, it's, that's such a good cover. Now, oh, speaking of Jim Lee and his um, covers for this issue, did you notice that on his cover, like his variant cover that he did, of them, like, holding each other in the rain, in Selena's <laughs> goggles is the Joker's face? Really? Yeah, go, like, look at her goggles, and Joker's face is upside down in the reflection. Oh lord, it's insane. <laughs> um, I can't remember Man, some if artist. He's, if he's responsible for this, oh boy, <laughs> I tell you. Um, but yeah, that part's that. That's just crazy. I can't remember. One of the artists tweeted that out whenever they went to read it. I can't remember who it was, but they're like, funny. "Now I can't unsee it," and now I can't unsee it. Of course. So. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, anyway, that came to us from uh, Let's Talk Canary. So thank you for that question. And then we have one more um, from Wally West Talk at Let's Talk West on Twitter. Yes, I would like to know your thoughts on Flash War so far and which of the newer books being like Man of Steel and Marvel's books since they relaunched. Uh, would you recommend like if any? Um, so first off, Flash War. Uh, I've been loving it so far. Um, I thought it's been great, especially the last issue really like amped things up, up. Um, the ending to the issue was crazy. And then also just seeing, uh, Wally and Barry like running at full speed was insane. They were going so fast, um, and Porter did a phenomenal job displaying that, uh, speed like throughout the book. So that was really cool. But yeah, like overall, I've really loved flash flash war. Um, I can't wait to see how it concludes next week. I believe that's right. That comes out next week. Um, so yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And then um, books that I would recommend. Uh, I have really enjoyed Man of Steel, like all the way through, which I'm very happy about because I was skeptical on Bendis Superman at first, but he's completely sold me with it. Um, I think he's got a great Superman voice. Uh, I really liked what happened throughout the miniseries, uh, even what we end up learning about um, like Lois and John, what they're kind of up to. I actually am very, very excited to see uh, the fallout for that and kind of what comes from that. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend Man of Steel. And then as for like Marvel's new books, um, I've enjoyed Doctor Strange more than I thought I would. Uh, it's been really good. The Immortal Hulk is phenomenal. Uh, if you're oh, even yeah. thinking about picking that one up, definitely, definitely pick that one up. Al Ewing and... Oh man, I'm blanking on the artist. Um, mm, I gotta go. Bennett, look. right? Joe Bennett. 
Yeah, Joe Bennett. Um, yeah, they're putting out an incredible Hulk book right now, and I've never picked up a Hulk book before. So, um, yeah, definitely check that one out. Um, Captain America we talked about. Cosmic Ghost Rider was a really good one. Um, yep. Trying to think what other like Marvel books I've been grabbing. Thor is fantastic. Uh, Jason Aaron does a great job. Um, Avengers we talked about is also great. Yeah, honestly, both companies are really putting out very very strong books right now from yeah. for basically everyone honestly like if the there's i don't want to say there's something for everyone right now like on shelves um yeah what about you andrew for flash war and then also any books that you well i'll admit i'm not caught up with flash warp but <sighs> i did <on>. enjoy <laughs> what i read so okay. i do have to catch up i um but yeah i i enjoyed it um it is fun to see uh, Barry and Wally uh, running, um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not on a side, so uh, don't ask me who I'm I'm rooting for. Um, I like both of them. How about that? That's the safe <laughs> yeah. answer. Yeah, I think that we're, I honestly have to do the same though. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, we can't get attacked for saying it. That um, is true. I, I mean, we could, but... <laughs> <laughs> we probably could. Well, you guys are so indecisive. Yeah, well, but... I'd rather that. Anyway, um, but for books to recommend... Oh, um, well, Man of Steel I've also been enjoying for the most part. I think uh, I think Bendis is doing a, a fine job uh, writing... Ca- uh, not Captain America. Um, <laughs> Superman. Um I think his characterization for him is really, really strong. Uh, the story itself is a bit slow, um, but I am, I am very intrigued with, for his, his start on Superman one and action comics, a thousand one. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying that. Uh, books to recommend new books to recommend. Is that what we're saying? Um, uh, yeah, like more recent books. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I would definitely say Thor. Uh, Thor has been fantastic, and if you've been following the the older, uh, the other runs by Aaron, his other Thor runs, you're gonna love it. Um, Captain America, we said Avengers, we said uh, Justice League, we said. I think we said yeah. Did you say mm-hmm. it? Did you yeah, I said that? Justice League. Okay, I think. Oh, I know well, I said Avengers. I don't know Justice League. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Read it. Um, <laughs> um, trying to think what else. Uh, oh, Venom. We kind of talked about Venom, it earlier. Venom. Uh, what's the other thing he's writing? Cosmic Ghost Rider. Duh. Yeah, that one is very good. Um, Catwoman. Um, add that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Plenty of books to read. Plenty of fantastic books that are being published. Um, you can't go wrong. Um, pick something up, and there's a good chance you're gonna love it. Yeah, honestly, there's just they're both doing they being DC and Marvel um, are both doing a lot right right now in terms of comics. My uh, only problem is that I don't have enough money to buy all of the books. So. Yeah, geez, can't they make it a little easier for us? <laughs> yeah, so um, there's just there's so many great books right now. Um, there are. Fantastic. So, yeah. What a good um, time for comic fans. 
honestly it's it's i'm so happy every wednesday it's like christmas <laughs> oh honestly but yeah so i guess that just about wraps it up for it does part it. two of our fourth of july episode um so i guess now we'll plug our social media social media so where can people find you at ander i'm on twitter at ander writer come on by talk aquaman comics movies video games thank you for all the support you guys have been showing us um i know we both appreciate it oh yeah definitely um you can find me on twitter at ap batman with two t's and on instagram at apb.comics uh we mentioned it already but Again, we also have an official Twitter for OmniComics now at OmniComicPod. Um, so be sure to follow us on there for all the latest. Uh, like Andrew said, thank you so much for all the support you've been showing us recently. We really do appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, we have even more stuff in the works right now that we'll be announcing and putting out soon. It's very exciting getting oh, yes. you guys even more involved uh, than you already are. So very excited for that and like be on the lookout for that announcement like i said be sure to follow the twitter there'll be the latest stuff uh, on there so uh yeah be sure to tune in next week and thank you again later <laughs>